On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about the recently announced Super NES Classic. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm Michael Damiani, and today I am joined by two very special guests making their first appearance on Friend Code. First timer. First timer, <laughs> Michael Huber. Hello. And Ben Moore. Hello. We're wearing the same shirt. We're employees. <laughs> We're employees. It's a uniform. I, I just noticed that. Game yeah. trailer's uniform. Pretty cool. We should have done that for E3. Yeah. No. Oh. Probably you should have. Walking the floor with all those those nice blue shirts. Yeah. Oh, army. Yeah. So nice. Easy Allies Army. Everyone could tell us. So generous. Pretty okay. cool. Um, this tiny bit of housekeeping, uh, because I think there's a lot to talk about on this episode. And uh, the last call questions are pretty much two themes for most of your questions for the last call segment. Uh, gonna nix the Dear Nintendo part of this episode. So we're gonna go straight into talking about this week's subject, which is the Super Nintendo Classic. Give this, me anxiety. This, this was rumored earlier this year. Uh, Eurogamer pretty much said it was gonna happen. And everyone's like, oh, that's why they're discontinuing the NES Classic, because they're moving on to the Super Nintendo Classic. Um, but then, no no word about it, and then they just drop drop it out of nowhere. It's like, not even two weeks after E3. Like, they didn't even announce this at E3. Like, yeah. we just had E3. Like, oh no, we don't need to announce it there. We're just going to announce it. It's no news this week. Just drop it. I'm actually surprised they didn't save it for Comic-Con, because that's when they announced the NES Classic last year. But real quick, let's go through the press release to get through the information because there are some differences. It's not exactly exactly the same case as the NES Classic. So it is going to launch in North America on September 29th for $79.99. So it's a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, probably because it's coming with two controllers this time. I think they saw the problem with only releasing one controller with the NES Classic. How hard it, the controllers were even harder to find than the system itself. itself. So including that... But the biggest difference is it's coming with 21 games instead of 30 games. Uh, and the 21st game is kind of special. So the list of games that you will be getting if you are lucky enough to snag a Super Nintendo Classic will be Contra 3, The Oof. Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, yeah. Final Fantasy 3. We need to clarify, because I actually saw a question. I'm not going to call a person out by name, but in our in our questions submitted for this episode, mm -hmm. someone was upset that Final Fantasy VI wasn't included <laughs> with this. And, right. I, and, and just to, for those of you who just don't know, because it's totally possible, the numbering system for Final Fantasy games back in the day were really wonky in North America. Three is Final Fantasy VI. Here. I asked that question 20 minutes ago, Damiani. I was like, yo, three is six, right? Like, See? It's, yeah. It's confusing. It's confusing. For sure. Just because they can't, for whatever reason, they can't call it Final Fantasy VI. Because mm -hmm. that version was called Final Fantasy It's just weird. Uh, F-Zero. Good stuff there. Two Kirby games. We're getting Superstar and Dream Course. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Good classic there. Good sprites. Mega Man X. I'm yes, really happy. Awesome. This I'm really happy about this. This too. needed to be on there. Secret of Mana. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, Star Fox. Just skip over this next one for last. Uh, Super, uh, sorry, Street Fighter Two Turbo Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania Four. Yeah, that's my favorite favorite Castlevania. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Some more frustrations there. Yes. Super Mario Kart. Super Mario RPG Legend of God. the Seven Stars. Dance. So another Dance another excuse joy. 
no, no more excuses. Another reason to try and play it. Super Mario World. Of course. Super Metroid. Super Punch-Out. And Yoshi's Island make the 20. But that 21st game. Mm-hmm. Star Fox 2. What a cool thing to add. Previously Changes the unreleased. entire... Yep perception of the Super Nintendo Mini. Yep. It's like a must-own now. It's must-own. For anyone who, not just a Nintendo fan, but if you had Collectors. Historical significance. Yeah, this is a big deal. This changes the entire makeup. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is insane. Um, I will be shocked if that game does not get a separate virtual console release of some kind Mm. on some platform. Maybe down the line. I look at, uh, like, Modern Warfare Remastered. I know Mm. that's a special case because it was part of the collector's edition. But it took, like, a year even for that to get a standalone. Just a question, because sometimes Nintendo can be a little bit particular, and I realize that this is not the same case, but with the uh, Ambassador program, I realize that was a reward for people that bought in early, but they never brought that stuff over, so do you think there's any chance that Nintendo would just limit this Star Fox 2 release? I want to put it past them. This could be something that they're like, this is the only time I want to do it. There could be some behind-the-scenes things, which are weird that we don't know about, where this makes sense for them. The fact that it will be a limited run... uh, that this will be the only chance to get it, and then they don't have to worry about it. They have to worry about keep releasing it and possibly updating it for future consoles. Like, nope, one and done. Um, two things to consider here um, with this. I mentioned, the first of all, the limited run. They did put out a statement to clarify. Uh, we'll get into this a little bit more in depth in a little bit, but they will be producing as more units throughout the calendar year till the end of 2017. No commitment beyond that, though. Mm. So... That, that's interesting. And two, with Star Fox in particular, it never saw a virtual console release, and a lot of people speculated it had something to do with the FX chip and emulating it properly uh, on the virtual console. So, the Super Nintendo Classic might be the only reliable means that they can offer for you to play an official release. Jeez. Is that the coffee beeping? Yeah. Scary. Yeah. I thought, like, Nintendo was like... Beep. Don't. You're too don't, close. Too close We're to the market. There. We're watching you with our secret cams here. Um, yeah, that that that's never been proven. They've never mm. commented on that. But like speculation, that, that could be a thing. Like this might be the only way to play it. So combine those two things. That it has a previous unreleased game, right? Star Fox Two, and it's gonna be though they're saying they're producing more than the NES Classic. They they they're gonna try and avoid the NES Classic it's situation. Not they basically said we're only making them through this year, and that's it. And to add the third punctuation part to the whole point of this is going to be really hard to get, uh, it's already sold out in uh, Amazon UK, mm-hmm. Game.UK, sold out. Like, every site it's going up on in Europe and, and Australia, gone. And the U.S. hasn't even started their pre-orders yet, which is going to be a disaster when that happens. When so. I was frantically looking around yesterday, and correct me if I'm wrong, Damiani, there has been no communication about the pre-order situation or when they're going to open it up. Don't you find that lack of communication a little bit frustrating? Yes. For something that's so obviously yes. desirable? Yes. I do not... Like, Nintendo of Europe, hey, pre-orders start. Like, here are the territories. Yeah, I think France was the last one that hasn't started yet. But Germany, all the other... Uh, pretty much every other country that everyone was expecting to do the pre-orders have done them. Oh. Australia has done them. I don't get why Nintendo has to be so secretive. I saw a tweet. I couldn't get a source on it yet. Someone replied to me about saying that Nintendo. I might have been an answer to an amiibo question in the past. Nintendo apparently said a statement of like we, the retailers we aren't able to tell them how many they're gonna get, or the retailer said we're not we weren't told by Nintendo specific numbers of how many we're gonna get. 
So we can't start pre-orders till we know that. So that's why we don't do the releases until as close or pre-orders as close to launch as possible because we don't know the the inventory allotment. And that, like that's if that's true, that sucks. But going to your point, Ben, yes, I don't get why it's like this cryptic, secretive, like yo, it's like just gotta be at your computer every fifteen minutes, refreshing those pre-order pages. Or it builds you, the hype. You might miss, yeah, it's like it, it builds the hype. It's just, it's insanity. Putting though. Star Fox Two on here makes me just truly believe Nintendo knows exactly what they're doing. You yeah, know? there's this air of why, why don't they ever do this? You know, for the longest time, I've always been like, do they not know that they should just release you know X game or Y game, or do they not know that they should make extra of these Super Smash Brother GameCube adapters? It's like no, they want that feverish demand they want their thing hard to get hard to track down because it just makes it that much more valuable yeah it it certainly seems calculating but i think it's just hard sorting my own feelings on it where i (laughs) i remember like talking to you guys on slack saying hey we gotta get this we gotta be on top of it and there was that feeling of anxiety and anticipation but at the same time we haven't seen this thing fully play out and i think that should be acknowledged um Maybe this won't be as much of a nightmare situation as I envisioned, but it's just going through this with the NES Classic and then initially going through this with Amiibo, it gets to a point where I I very clearly want what Nintendo is selling, but based on how they're handling it, I'm not sure how I should feel if I should just keep going for it in the exact same yeah. way that I go for it every time. I know, it's kind of like limiting how hyped I can get because it's a defense mechanism right yeah, now. Yeah, I think the defense mechanism like, is a good way to, to uh, put it. Yeah, I'm trying to be so cautious because I'm assuming I'm not going to be able to get one of these, you know? Mm-hmm. That is, it's going to be harder to harder to get than not. Never mind. I'm trying to, I'm trying to word that. It's going to be really hard to get, so the point is, yeah. is I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying to keep my expectations but it's, in check. But it's one of those situations, <laughs> exactly like you said, where it seems so carefully calculated, and, it, and it, it seems like it's working for them. Yeah. I mean, the, the demand for the NES Classic hasn't really gone down, mm-hmm. and as a business, them sort of creating that type of demand, regardless of the blowback that is present, regardless of the people that are feeling burned... Mm-hmm it still seems to be a successful tactic. And so it's yep. just, again, it's just a tough thing to, to sort out. There are a lot of feelings there, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard for to fault them when, or almost all of us are guilty of this, we get angry at the NES Classic situation. We get angry at the Amiibo situation. Right. But we're still the ones who are sitting there on Amazon and Best Buy. Hitting and F5. And hitting that F5 key, like still having, like clinging to that hope. We keep believing that maybe this is the time Nintendo learned. Maybe they made a surplus this time, and it won't be a nightmare to get. Maybe I won't have to like fear not getting one, yeah. or my only recourse is to go through scalpers on eBay or something like that and pay you know multiple oh, times hundreds. the price for that. Like NES Classic prices are still sitting at like three between three and four hundred dollars, <laughs> I think, like probably closer to three hundred, and. As you said, yeah, Ben, like, people still want NES Classic. Like, they were announced, like, oh, new million units being shipped to U.S. Those were, like, sell out immediately, yeah. even with SNES Classic coming out. Um, and it's kind of, it makes me really think hard about the argument that sometimes you could say is BS or not. <coughs> like, does Nintendo know what they're doing? And are they doing this intentionally sometimes? In some cases, I don't think of all the time they're intent- intending for this to happen. But because this has happened so much in recent times through Amiibo and NES Classic... It's right. two things. Is this calculated? Do they really know what they're doing? And they're just like master geniuses about that. And 
too, it's just like, is there ever going to be uh, an end in sight for this? Like, is it just always going to be this way with them? And what? And you can just never tell. And it's just in, in like, is are fans ever really going to like stand up and say no? Like, are consumers ever going to say no? Obviously, they're not because everything's selling out. So mm-hmm. there's no recourse against like Nintendo for that. So they can just like say the right things. But behind the scenes, be like, yeah, we, we we know what you're doing. We know what we're doing. Like, yeah, it's right. all good here. People are always going to want Nintendo products. Yeah, but, yeah. I saw a question posed on Twitter. I think it was uh, from Patrick Klepek. And I didn't oh. necessarily uh, believe in it, but I thought it was kind of an interesting thing to think about where he's like, if they made an N64 version of this, he was just saying, like, for him personally speaking, he wouldn't be as excited. Like, there's something about the SNES library, that, that like, sort of caliber of game, that sort of time when he played them, that hit, like, the right moment. And I agree. Like, you say Final Fantasy VI, that gets me excited. You say Super Mario World. The uh, Servox just, 2. Just, right, I mean, right, Servox 2. Right, they, like, that is a... Yeah. The 16-bit era, the Super Nintendo specifically, is so fondly remembered. And obviously, there are a ton of great things on the N64, but I think maybe it's a little bit more complicated. Like, could you put Goldeneye on that thing? Like, would they be able to do this trick again with something like the N64? Um... Yeah, uh, if they somehow, if that was the the N sixty four minis version of the Super or of Star Fox two, where they came out and they were like, "Yo, four player, Golden Eye online or something so like online capabilities for the right first now. time ever." About to burst your bubble. Uh oh. Um, and I'm gonna do it real quick. So this was good. This is actually one of the. This was asked a lot. Uh, not a lot. Several of you asked about this for the last call question. Um. What do you think about N64 Mini? Like, the possibilities of that. So, we'll just jump into it right now. Yeah. Um, so, here's a few things. There's no way they're making... Uh, they're including four controllers with that that, sure. that, that system. Two, though. Two is a safe Probably assumption. two. I don't even know if they'll support four, though. I, they should. Mm-hmm. But, like, that will be a nightmare to try and find four controllers with how in demand it's going to be. But... You were talking about GoldenEye. And you were going, like, shooting for the skies there. Of course. Of online. course. Online. Um, and this kind of time. I mean, Star Fox a, 2 has changed my my perception of reality. But the, the fact problem that this is exists. the problem is Nintendo doesn't have the rights to that for anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Microsoft has the rights right. to, to that. Yeah. As well as Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. and all those games because well, Miyamoto, oh, sorry, Activision has Goldeneye. Microsoft has Banjo all the rare stuff. With Miyamoto so, coming out and with Eves and you know <laughs> Spider-Man being in Marvel oh, movies, gosh. the possibilities, Damiani. So alliances are being formed. It's not impossible. <laughs> the, uh, Microsoft has actually said they would be open to the, the possibility of that. They, actually, both sides have. But here's the underlying thing that I think came out during the last time GoldenEye was the rumors came about. Mm-hmm. Microsoft wants an equal thing or something better on their system if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they also, if GoldenEye, if they were to allow GoldenEye to appear on N64 Mini, they would want the original N64 version of GoldenEye available on Xbox Wait, Live. Doesn't, doesn't Activision have the rights to... I'm sorry, Activision would, would want sure. that as well. But, the, but you're like, just so, saying some sorry, sort of equivalent exchange. Yeah, but yeah. like for Banjo-Kazooie as well. Like, sure, sure, they, sure. Like, they would want some kind of equivalent exchange... And Nintendo seems very, at the time, was very against that. Like, we're not giving our competitors, you know, a leg up on us. Like, yeah. oh, cool, we get this, but you're getting a, a, the yeah. same version as well. And obviously, if you have online, with like, the Activision would agree, but they're like, oh, we also have a deal with Microsoft. So, like, Microsoft's getting GoldenEye as well. Then so, you got to factor in, like, James Bond, MGM, all He's getting paid. I would, I, there's more of these issues seem to come up as you get 
more recent systems. And N64 right. is thanks to the first system, you're going to really start to hit that. Where, crap, some of those games... Like, if you don't have Goldeneye, you don't have Banjo-Kazooie, you don't have, like... Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. I mean, that's... Like, or even Diddy Kong or Donkey... Like, they can get Donkey... Uh, I think Diddy Kong Racing and Donkey Kong 64, Nintendo could do. Because they own most mm-hmm. of those characters and it's theirs. But, yeah, no Banjo, no Goldeneye, no Perfect Dark. Right. That That's that's a problem right that's, there. That's synonymous with the N64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, you're already starting uh, with a, a, a bit of a problem there. Then yeah. you talk about the controllers. The, the other... Problem yeah. that I wanted to bring up, though, yeah. I mean, you you would obviously, of course, include Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on that thing, that theoretical thing. But the, the interesting argument is they did a re-release of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on 3DS, updated versions of those games. And so if you were selling the N64 version back for a somewhat high price, mm-hmm. does the fact that those remakes exist cheapen the value of them being on the N64 Classic? I mean, I don't think so. I, I think uh, giving them a, giving people a way to play the original versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the best thing about these is, especially N sixty four, is just like having an official way to play these games through HDMI on an HDTV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having the means and having an N sixty four controller is a really. I think that's a really big deal if they do an N sixty four classic. Yeah, and it'd be players a- who've only experienced it through virtual console with the the Wii the Wii controllers, Wii Pro controllers, a Wii U Pro controller any of those variations, finally get to actually play it with an N64 sure. controller. I think that might be worth the price of admission to some people. Like, oh, I could see what the big deal was about these this weird controller and stuff like that. It sounds like a logistic logistical nightmare, though, because, like, Super Smash Brothers 64 and games like that and games like Mario Party and even Goldeneye yeah. and Perfect Dark, like, you need... Four controllers for this. Right. That is so much well, the of the magic with the of those games. is... You, you have the first Nintendo controller where add-ons are a big deal. You have the Rumble Pack. Mm-hmm. You've got the, depending on the games that you've included, which is admittedly not that many of them, the, the, the save, the memory card. Yeah. I wonder th- if it'd be built-in memory and maybe yeah. a new right. I, You would assume that they would mm-hmm. probably just put all of that stuff in, but mm-hmm. if you include Pokemon Stadium, does that mean you have like some sort of <laughs> yeah, transfer Because you have to thing? do the transfer. Yeah, I <laughs> right. was talking about that yeah. with some people about when we're, when we're thinking about n like, what do you do about Pokemon Stadium? Like, I was like, you could just include every Pokemon and like several variations, and people like, no, no, like the point of that game was to bring your own personal team Mm -hmm. over to it and fight. Doesn't matter if they make all of them available. They had Pokemon you can rent. Um, But going back to your controller thing, I think another big point is going to be just the cost of making that controller. Right. Like Super Nintendo NES controllers aren't that complicated. Form factor, everything is pretty typical for that time and not very very complex. That N sixty four controller is one of the most bizarre, bizarrely designed (laughs) controllers. So that can't be that cheap to, to, to remake, uh, I assume, compared to the other ones. So not only do I expect like if they do an S C four mini to be like way more expensive than this, this is gonna be $79.99 for SNES Classic. This thing's gonna be like close to like 120, 150 bucks if they do that. Like sure. you're getting like the price of like a three D S or something for, for sure. that. And is that really an impulse buy for some people? Um, I don't know. I think with the N64 Classic, now that they've included something like a Star Fox 2, they need to, it can't just be a collection of games anymore. There has to be sort of that, that gotcha, like, hey, yeah. this is a new thing that we're doing for this. Golden Eye Online. I think especially if they can't get the rare stuff, uh, what would be a huge inclusion would be 64DD games. Yep. That would be the way to go. Crazy. Um, just and adding on more to that. No, actually, yeah. no, you wouldn't. Because they can do it internally. They yeah. Could, they can do a workaround for it. They Internal Game Shark. But like, <laughs> it was like a Game Shark. You like, mom. but like, yeah. 
like all those games we didn't get over here. You right. Could, you can import it, but like and, F-Zero. Well, now X, it's extremely DD. expensive to chase down anyway. Yeah, so. it's only gotten a bit price to get all that. Talking about Earthbound already, Earthbound 6-4, like unreleased, getting that. All the Ocarina of Time, the, the side stuff, the, the Yura Zelda, and the, the, those weird quests that never got worked into it, but people could still find them. There's a whole treasure trove of stuff that probably didn't get released. Or Hopefully it's on somebody's hard drive somewhere. And could, it could end up like that, but <laughs> I mean, we'll have to see. But like, we, we have Super Nintendo Classic coming out in three months. That, that's such a short lead time, but that's like Nintendo's thing. Um, we talked about the lineup of games, and we talked about like stuff we wished that we added N64 and stuff. Let's talk about some glaring omissions <laughs> on, on the Super Nintendo Classic. And I think we're going to start with the most obvious one. It's getting the most attention. There is no Chrono Trigger Hurts. on this list. Hurts. Hurts. It Not only does does that hurt, but I, I said that it feels incomplete without Chrono Trigger. And I got multiple responses saying that that, that game either like doesn't hold up or it's all nostalgia or like they made the right cut. And I just, I just don't agree. I just don't agree. Um, see, I find it weird. We didn't Shots. really talk about this. But there's Shots. there's 21 games on this versus yeah. 30 on NES Classic. But look at the like and, hours of the games. You know, we're getting some meaty, some meaty Super <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> games here. <laughs> you were defending it, uh, and that's and that's Star Fox too, man. That counts as like I, 10 I do, games. I do think it's true in a way that they are, in a lot of ways, more elaborate than many of the things found on. The other thing I gotta say though is like I don't know if it'll be possible this time, but I mean. Hackers hacked NES Classic. Yeah. We're able to put the entire... It's not a memory problem. Right. Nintendo was being very selective mm. about what they're doing here. I think they easily could have fit 30 games on this, no problem. Yeah. And it's a, and they upped the price. I mean, that controller's not worth 30 more dollars. So, but Star oh, Fox 2... Star yeah, Fox yeah, 2? Yeah, that Star Fox 2 uh, tax right there. Um, I, I think I, that I, controller's I, worth 30. 30 bucks for a brand new SNES, Domiani? Maybe because you gotta you gotta factor market. in like scalping prices too. I wonder if that's a, honestly a factor of how they charge for they definitely this because yeah. they know they know third party scalpers are selling those controllers for like fifty bucks. If they if they really wanted to go after scalper market, this thing would cost like one hundred ninety nine dollars. True, true, because it's what end up. True. But yeah. I think that would uh, <laughs> kind of stymie the 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 sales of this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think it only works the way it does because it's such a low impulse buy. That people want it, it has such high demand that scalpers are able to didn't take advantage of that. The higher the price point they do, the counter scalpers, it also makes more and more consumers not want to jump on it either. So they there's that point where they're gonna risk like it's not gonna sell out at all. In fact, mm-hmm. we're gonna like have units sitting on shelves at some point. I think finding that that price point is a bit of a dance, and I think they don't want to waste the time on that. So I think they just marginally increased it this mm-hmm. time. Based on some some data they have from NES Classic, where it's still an impulse buy, but obviously it's still going to resell for like two three hundred dollars minimum totally. on like it, eBay. It's interesting, and this is going to sound, I think, a bit silly at first because, like, imagine if you had this SNES Classic or the, even the NES Classic, and you said, "Hey, buy this thing. It's got all the NES games on it," and you know, obviously that's great from a from a value perspective, but then we're not having these conversations. Then we're not getting outraged of this wasn't included, this wasn't included, and I think that plays into the whole. The buzz of the thing like it mm-hmm. makes sense to have that list because it just contributes to the hype in the conversation i think it's i love a good conspiracy uh theory ben there's that and then there's <laughs> also uh chrono trigger not being on there what does that mean is there a possible well, possible switch 
Virtual Console, Chrono Trigger, something going on, some kind of remake possibility. You're reading into it too much, I think, there. Um, One (laughs) that they they released, it is on Virtual Console already, Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger, and there was a DS version release. Mm -hmm. Um, So you do have two alternatives to try and get that. There's nothing to say they won't re-release the DS version at some time, like on on a Virtual Console-like service. So um, this, I think, if anything, might... I, I don't want to speculate, but I've I, I heard rumors at points that has something to do with the licensing of Chrono Trigger and who owns what. Because it was a big cl- uh, collaboration between a lot of artists, including Kira Toriyama, Toriyama right, which has connections to, to, to Toei and mm-hmm. uh, their animation studio, right. which they are notorious for being uh, authoritarian on control issues. So I've heard rumors that like they have to be very careful about how they re-release Chrono Trigger like they they have very little leeway in what platforms. Like they have to be all be like either existing, which makes. But only I keep wondering how the DS version ever happened. Then like well, right. the only like kind of like throws a wrench in the works for that theory is like how did the DS version come out then like ten years ago if they weren't allowed to re-release it on any platforms other than existing ones anyway. Um, hmm, I wonder if they'll come out with handheld ones of these. I, I just with preloaded games on it. You know, if they did like a DS re-release or a Game Boy. They could. Like a Game Boy one, just classic Game Boy with like preloaded 30 games or something. That'd be really cool. I would love a Game Boy. I want to <laughs> believe in your theory, though, Cooper. I want to believe they're doing something special with Chrono Trigger. It's like, we don't want to re-release it just yet. We're doing something. Yeah. We have a, something yes. special planned for Chrono. Yep. That's agree. what I want to believe. I agree. That's what I believe. I, I still think I, it could have been put on here, I, despite that, but like... I'm all in a, on conspiracy theories. I'm sure optimism right Hell now. Yeah. Well, I think believe what's, it. what's so hard about this list of games is, to me, it's, it's like it's almost there whereas with the nes classic there were quite a few games that like substitutions i would have made a lot of additions i would have put on with the snes classic for me personally speaking in my experience with the snes it's almost there but chrono trigger is just so synonymous with the system that not having it on just it's a big uh, omission it's a big omission big omission Uh, but Uh, there there are other things too yeah that you're getting into yeah um the other one I would say, I, 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 they did pick the right Final Fantasy game because I, even though I love four more mm-hmm. two, uh, as it's called in, in North America, right? Um, I would have liked that to be on there as well. Like, sure. I think they could have included both, but if they had to pick one, three, aka six, is the one that people usually go. And back I've never to. played like, six. Like that's my my yeah. goal this year is to play through that game. This, oh, so this is so perfect. Yeah. The, four, it holds uh, up. It does I need hold this. up. Four has gotten a lot of love though. It got it got yeah, the DS remake. It, it's gotten like plenty of ports and re-releases. Got after years treatment. Yeah, so four's four, especially four has gotten a lot of love. So I'm not I'm not too upset about this. There's plenty of ways to play four. Um, so talking about omissions, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about this a little bit earlier before we started the show. Um, a lot of fighting games series got their start during this generation, the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo Genesis and arcade era. Um, we're getting Street Fighter Two Turbo. Hyper fighting, yeah, it's, I think I got that right. Um, but there's some fighting games that were out at the time that are not coming on here. Uh, let's start with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat one, two, or three. Not one of those is making their way onto the SNES Classic. I don't uh, want to be that guy, but you know, inferior version, especially you know the original, the original Mortal Kombat. Kombat. For sure. Sure. The lack of, lack of blood. Blood. yeah. For what sure. if Nintendo and and, and, and NetherRealm and uh, WB now that they own it all, mm-hmm. what if they had taken this moment 
to put out a blood <laughs> version of more like imagine that headline SCU's classic releases the blood. first the version, official version of Mortal Kombat for Super oh, Nintendo with blood that re-added awesome. like oh <laughs> that would have been really good <laughs> that, that I mean but even yeah, that they could have put awesome. Mortal Kombat 2 on there totally. which had all the blood and fatalities mm-hmm. um I find that a little interesting. Um, My first question when the lineup came out was, is Final Fight on there? Oh. Because yeah. that's a big Super Nintendo game. I, you know, that I, synonymous to me, me with Super Nintendo, one sure. of the big ones is, is Final Fight. I think that's a... There's a disturbing lack you know, of And brawlers, especially, you, yeah. t- you talk about 21 games, you know. Final Fight, just just toss that on there. Just a quick little, little beat em up. You know, and no final fight. Like, <laughs> no, no turtles or teen, uh, teenage yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that was Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time was one that jumped out. Yeah. Oh my god, Absolutely. those two are huge. I don't know. I guess that, that might be a. When was I would take. I love Final Fight, yeah. and I would take Turtles, turtles in Time, time for sure. It. That's a big. That's I mean, a big loss. Definitely, like find like no no Fatal Fury. Yep, no sure. Fatal Fury no on there for sure. Um, this one is, I think it's obvious for the reason why it's not on here, but there's no Killer Instinct, mm-hmm. which was a huge game for Super Nintendo. Obviously, that is a rare game, and IP resides with Microsoft now. Um, they're Another doing their one? thing with Killer Instinct. I'm sure they'll just be like, "Yeah, sure, Nintendo, uh, put it on your put it on your SNES Classic, but uh, we're gonna do HD Killer Instinct, another one. We're gonna put an HD remake of Killer Instinct again." <laughs> you know what else I could have gone for, Damiani? What? Sunset Riders. That I, Sunset Riders yes. would have been such a cool, unexpected. Yes. Like I can't believe yes. this is on there. Big, yeah. especially like Western awesome. theming. You know, you got Red mm. Dead coming up. It's like oh. Western Westworld. Westerns are hot right now. Uh, Terra Enigma was another one that I saw suggested that I've always wanted to play, but have never. Terra Enigma, um, Illusion of Gaia, yeah, not sure. on there. Lufia no, too. not a game that should be on there, but a game, a Super Nintendo game that. I don't know if it's available anywhere. Maybe you guys can help me out. Maximum Carnage. Mm. I know what you're talking about. Yep. The yes. red cartridge. The beat 'em up. Yeah. yeah. Is that a is that on Virtual Console or anything? Not that I'm. That seems aware like a of. hidden gem out there. That's like hard to find. Game. I got rid of it. My yeah. One of my neighbors had it. My uncle sent me that for <gasps> a birthday along with Shaq Fu. Dude, which is awesome. <laughs> it's. Yeah, now that we're actually going through the list, it's like, oh man, beat there could be a lot. I, I am grateful for what's on there, and it's just there. There are like a there's couple. Always, yeah, there's always there going to be of, holes. There are a couple of inclusions though when you're when you're so tight for space that I think are a little bit frustrating. The one that jumps out to me, and I really like this game. It's a fun game, and I would love to play it with the allies because it, it is good. But there's another Kirby game already on there, and so the incru- inclusion of Kirby's Dream Course, mm. I, I feel like I there are some maybe just a couple of higher priorities things that that I would swap in for that. Um, there's two for me, two things, one sure. game and one one like uh, add-on thing that wasn't uh, included at all in this. Um, first, uh, Pilot Wings. Yeah, since that is a, a great that point. is a Nintendo series. They have Pilot Wings '64. They continue it on with 3DS. And I really like, like the, the theme has been like used like Wii Sports and Resort. Like it's kind of crossed over with that, and it's in Smash Brothers. That was the Genesis. That was the first one. It's yeah. so different from the rest of them. This would have been a good point. Be like, hey, yeah, you know those Pilot Wings games you might be playing nowadays. Uh-huh. Here's the origin of it. Still, Yo, let's, I, is, that, the, is that on Virtual Console somewhere? Yeah, it's on Virtual Dude, let's Console. Let's do Pilot Wings, guys. I, Pilot Wings is I, I secretly, secretly play <laughs> that like, every so often on stream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I literally just played it like last week okay, on stream. Sick. The final mission. I was trying some cheese scraps <laughs> on, on the final. Like, it's a rescue mission. The final. It's not even like. It's all training courses, but after you complete each set of four, yeah. you go into like a military helicopter <laughs> and you gotta like infiltrate this military base. Like, with, like it's like. 
you got missiles and stuff. You got to take out like the anti-air rockets and stuff <laughs> going across this like military map. And you got to like land at the rescue like helipad. And, like, oh, that sounds it, so good. It's hilarious. It's like Top Gun of helicopters <laughs> right there. Um, that would, yeah, that one that one hurts a little bit. Uh, and I was thinking of this as we were talking. I cannot believe I did not think about this until any point until like two minutes ago. There is nothing about the Bandai Satellaview stuff on here whatsoever, even in the Japanese version. You're um, not speaking my language. BS Zelda. The BS Zelda. So Bandai Satellaview was an add-on for the Super Famicom in Japan. Okay. And it was a subscription-based service through satellite. Uh, it was called like Saint Giga Television because Whoa. they did satellite television. Here they had something similar with like Sega had a service like that here in the 90s and it was short lived. Sega TV or something was it? Or? I forget what it was. My neighbor had it. I don't I don't know enough about Sega like history to remember this and I, I apologize to all the Sega fans was out there. Was it Sega TV? Was it Sega Channel? Sega Channel? That sounds that sounds so funny. Corrections you'll let us know for yeah, sure for definitely. Sure. I think it mm. Okay. So the subscription service every week would beam you a new signal for for games to update. So they'd be as one of them was BS Zelda, and they did uh, the original one where they beam new maps to you, like new quest maps. One of them had like day night cycles. This is crazy. Then they did like this, a link to the what? But then they did a link to the past where you played as the mascots, and it was like a sequel to a Link to the Past where where Link had left and Ganon was gonna come back and like had new dungeons. Who would and make that Nintendo? Yeah. Nintendo. That is blowing my mind, so, Domiani. This was a, what? When we talked about Star Fox 2, this would have been a chance for them to officially release these games on there. Like, that, that were only previously only previously available as limited time downloads. Fans have done their best to recompile them and put them together into unofficial ROMs so you can, as close to possible, play through do some we, of those. Do we... I'm going to get this question out. Do we think there's a possibility for a Super Nintendo Mini Classic Volume 2? Mm. A volume two with some other holes, some other you know you get you save some of those big hitters. You save Chrono Trigger. You save Turtles. I don't think so. You save this crazy Netflix in the nineties. I think what Damiani was saying though is that the problems that they were facing getting some games on this first version would mm -hmm. still exist. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the. I just think, like, dealing with the licensing for Turtles mm -hmm. or for Chrono also, for... I think if anyone's gonna get one, you would see NES Classic Volume Two. Would be the first one over this. Mm -hmm. um, my, I think the problem is like consumers gonna be like, wait, I'm buying the same thing again, like mm -hmm. the same looking system. Like unless they do like the top loader version of the suit of the NES, like NES Classic Volume Two, but it's a top loader looking one. I could see that getting away. And Super Nintendo did have a second yeah. version. They could do that, but I, I still feel it's a little bit of a stretch because mm -hmm. you're trying to convince people to buy another little unit that they yeah. already bought for the purpose of playing those games, they're going to ask, why couldn't you just release more games on it? Like, yeah. th that's going to get asked for by sure. the average person at that point. I but think. at the same time, it would also help that people, if they weren't able to get the first one, they would get another chance or oh, something. Oh, like it would include all the old ones? Or just, or be no, like, just they get another like, chance oh, to maybe my. get one of them, and that kind of like changes the discussion online of like, you know, there's a lot of people complaining that, oh, why didn't you just include this in the one I already got? But then there would be that camp of, oh, now's my chance to maybe get another one. So it would kind of like... I have to wonder if Nintendo is seeing the, the value in sort of bundling these classic games together and then throwing in something like a Star Fox 2 and seeing that response. Because I think my biggest hope, if and when the Switch Virtual Console ever comes out, like, I think it's really cool that on Wii U they said, hey, here's, here's Mother 1, you've never gotten that before, here yeah. it is. That's awesome just on its own, but I think... 
maybe it would be even more effective to have like okay this month on switch we're having a bundle of games here's stuff that you know and love already Mm -hmm. but here's also like this weird little one now Mm -hmm. we're bringing to you like here's here's mother 3 and a bunch of other games so maybe people that wouldn't be interested in mother 3 on its own would Mm -hmm. be interested in the others and they buy that bundle and then you'd, you'd increase that fam i don't know I just there's something about a rush of games all at once as opposed totally. to the painfully yeah painfully slow drip of virtual console yeah. that we get now for sure yeah or have gotten in the past that's really the appeal with these two and you know the nice the, obviously the original controllers they come with oh, and yeah. the HDMI just uh-huh. the ease of access it's so much more it's the, uh, it's the presentation it's the it feels presentation. like an event yeah. yeah like I would show parents or family or people that don't game. Like, check this out, you know, the NES or the Super Nintendo Mini, because they see it, they recognize it, rather than be like, hey, check out, like, these virtual console games through this device, like, oh, what is that, you know? Just There's just something about so the branding often, and the visuals. I'll go on the eShop on either the Wii U or the 3DS, and I'll, like, be looking through virtual console games, like, oh, that came out? Like, that that's awesome, I, I want it, I wish I would have known about it beforehand, it mm-hmm. just, they just kind of get stealth dropped there sometimes. Yeah, out. this definitely gets you more excited the way they yeah. do it like this. Yeah. You, you got a point with that. Yo, um, what was that satellite thing called? Bandai Satellaview. So insane. So the prefix was BS. Did you have to pay for a subscription? I, yeah, I believe. I don't remember what the prices like were. Like a mail order? You like sent them a check? No, right? it was... Uh, I forget how they did it, but I believe it was a monthly fee. I'm trying to remember. I like I was looking at it recently because I always go back and have to check in on it like for, for research stuff every now and then. Crazy Didn't, didn't the, the Famicom... Ha- My, the details on this are very hazy. Didn't the Famicom have something like that as well? Maybe it wasn't satellite, but I think you could like take your cartridges. Oh and... yeah, yeah. So so the fa- original Famicom disc uh, system, the FDS, it was uh, it wasn't cartridges. It was a yellow disc. Yeah. So they had kiosk where you could because uh, they had a add on. They had peripherals. They had a, a keyboard and this programmable uh, uh, cartridge. You can put cartridges on. You basically could do programming on it. Because like the early time, like these were viewed as more of computer machines and just like game systems. So they wanted people to be able to code stuff. That's actually how we were able to do a lot of the tricks and the the, the access all the glitch levels in Super Mario Brothers, like in the Famicom version. But there used to be a warning on your on the in the cases for the Famicom disc uh, disc uh, when you went to the kiosk at the stores. Be careful not to overwrite your game. <laughs> because you could like destroy your game Whoa. on there, so that you could go to game stores and get stuff put onto a disc and come back and play like that that, that, that new stuff. But there was always the potential of overwriting an existing cart. Mm. So they had like warning labels on the disc saying like, "Yeah, this is already a game. Don't erase me and stuff." Because they were they were read write, so you could over you could overwrite them, Jeez. which is hilarious at the time. So, so cool. that that was the time. But then they made like cartridges. Like, yeah, you can't. You can't erase these like that. Yeah. You're 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 cool, um, but like the, the comparison between this like kind of like a, an event having them all together bundled versus trying to like you sometimes might even know what came out on a virtual console. Um, this was also a lot of our patrons submitted this type of question about: Is this the release of the SNES Classic coming later this year, combined with the NES Classic late last year? Is this the reason? why we have no concrete information on a virtual console or the virtual console Netflix-like service on Switch. Is this why they're being like beating around the bush and like trying not to say anything? Especially before now, 
because they're like it would they would have to confirm the existence of the SNA. Uh, we have like the answer they should have given to make things clear would have been like up through today. So such at E three when people asked, "Where's the virtual console, and Reggie? Where, where where where's this Netflix service you alluded to uh, in in that report you put out like a week or two ago?" You just be like, "Oh, well, we have SNES Classic coming out later this year. Right. Uh, we really don't want to have like those two things competing with each other, and we just had NES Classic, so we want to wait till it's run its course at the end of the year, and then next year we'll be yeah. introducing virtual console services to the Switch. This is why this is all planned in advance. Mm-hmm. But what what are your what's your response to that? Do you think that was very well planned out? Like, is this a Maybe if that is the reason, is that the, a bad move? No, like, I think so, it's fine. Uh, the lack of communication is frustrating, but yes. I think the new games coming out on Switch are counteracting the lack of virtual console. I think in a in a full year of the Nintendo Switch launching, getting Legend of Zelda, getting Super Mario, getting other games, uh, that kind of takes the sting away from the ability to play. Nintendo and, and Super Nintendo games, especially considering that the NES Classic has been out. Super Nintendo NES, Super Nintendo is coming out. So, I just, I see, bo- I, I, I see the, the corporate angle of it. Like, okay, we're catering to the old school virtual console games here with the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. We have the new Switch games over here, not competing with each other directly. I mean... Because, I mean, you put you put virtual console out on, on Switch, maybe they're thinking, oh, well, then it... Then people don't want the Super Nintendo as much. Some it's, people don't really, you know, th- some people on the Switch will be like, oh, I have all these games I can just buy on Virtual Console. I don't really need to buy Mario Kart immediately because I can, you know, have these other classic games. It is a little bit frustrating, though. You talked about that lack of communication mm-hmm. because, yeah. uh, to me, the thing that that's most exciting about the Switch is here's this, this system that you can take with you on the go and anywhere. It's like, hey, I can... While I'm on the bus, I can play Breath of the Wild. That's crazy. That's insane. There's a lot of value there already. But I think there are just so many things that feel extremely obvious with the Switch that don't take a lot of thought put in them. Like, imagine if you could play those games and you could just pop open Super Mario World for a little bit. It's just it just seems with the form factor of that system and that being a major selling point, Mm -hmm. like this virtual console would even have more value than it already yeah. does. And you, you see that already. I think people are responding to those yeah. Neo Geo releases um, in a bigger way than they would just because of what the Switch yeah. is. But you look at the fever for the Super Nintendo, and I feel like this helps that. It helps the so? fever. You think it's not just fanning it, those flames? Yeah, by and not so, having it on the Switch, by not being I able see. to download some of those games. So you're saying that this is like a setup? Yes. Where you come out yes. with the Super Nintendo, yep. you create the, yes. the, the flames. Because people then, want it even more now. We're I see. so hungry for the Super Nintendo. The hunger is real. But for you personally, and I know yeah. I just argued about the form factor of the mm-hmm. Switch, but like, let's say you get your hands on an SNES Classic, yes. and they're like, and we're coming out with Super Mario World and the Switch in February, let's yeah. just say hypothetically. Yeah. Does that dilute it at all for you, knowing that you just kind of bought in? No, because, again, the ease, like, I'm buying the Super Nintendo for home play. I see. You know? so I don't it's, need, it's that. It's the like, form. Like Final Fantasy VI, you know, that's a game where mm-hmm. beautifully, I, or Super Mario RPG, a lot of these games on here, I can just sit down in my house and really commit time to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's obviously a couple games that would be great on Switch Portable, but I could maybe just buy those, like, piecemeal, you know? Yeah. I mean, that gets what you just said it gets me thinking about a lot. Um, first, first thing is, is that, like, even if they want this to be the setup, why... 
This is only Super it's, it's Super Nintendo and NES <laughs> stuff. Like NES Classic, you can't get anymore. So I don't understand why NES games aren't on virtual con on the mm -hmm. virtual console service now that you can't get it. it was just, just because it not existing at all is helping that. that I fire. wonder how much frustration this is doing because not everyone's going to be able to get a Super Nintendo Classic. Mm -hmm. Like totally. yes, it's going to create demand for it. I would be more uh, I would be more inclined to believe the theory if it, like once the they, 2018 hits, production runs over. They announce, okay, virtual console services are coming. Mm -hmm. By the way, here is a NES Classic and SNES Classic library bundle where you mm. can get the games that are included with both of those for one low price to start as a starter thing or whatever. Mm. Or that seems great. Like something yeah. like that. Like I can see, like kind of tie in to like ease like the pain. Another cool thing they could have done. I don't but know does that burn the people that so feverishly? Go ahead. Kind of, but the, I think as they get owning... those controllers, maybe. So like... yes, the controllers. Uh, I don't actually know if they work. Does the the Wii remote work with the Switch right now? Uh, I forget. Does the Wii remote Wii work remote with the Switch? No. no. Yeah, that, that is a definite hard no. Um, it does work. The the NES Classic and Super Nintendo Classic controllers will work on your Wii and Wii U Virtual Console service yeah. though. So they do have multiple functionality. There. What I was gonna get at is people who already bought the systems, the classics. Yes. What if because they're USB powered? Um, it would be amazing if there was some way to have them be able. If they would. It's obviously a no, but if they had the board thinking to realize that it could have some connectivity to the Switch, so when they release all the future games, mm. if you can connect your your NES Classic or Super Nintendo Classic when it's docked all the to the dock station, you could play them through the SNES Classic or something while they're docked or something. So you get to use the original controller system and the interface like that, like the Switch and plugging in would like unlock the digital version. And or so something. it's no on like the, so the NES Classic and SNES Classic don't need any online functionality. It just communicates with the Switch through some like you know <coughs> encrypted communications, mm -hmm. and then it allows it to play those games on there, but only when connected to the, the, the Switch. When you disconnect from the Switch, those games are no longer on those systems. Like. This is a temporary like flash memory. Yeah. But then on the Switch, you can take them on the go with you and play them with the Switch. When you're home, you get that nice. I get to play like on this. I can play on my. All Super I have to NES say is, wait, but you're yeah, saying it has Nintendo. to constantly be connected to the Switch. At home, uh, to play it on the classic any on the mini, on any of the mini systems, is like a safety protocol. Like I it, see, because I can see them. They don't want you to add more games to those. Mm. So that's the thing. It doesn't. Maybe it could just be tethered to the Switch somehow, wirelessly or something, so you could bring your Switch and NES Classic, like, I'm at home, I bring it to Jones's, I have that li expanded library available right then and there, and we can use SNES Mini Classic controllers instead of holding, each of us needs a virtual console to play, like, whatever, Mortal Kombat, or sorry, mm -hmm. Street Fighter multiplayer. But I, they're obviously not doing something like that. That would have been a cool idea. Mm -hmm. um, but with going with all this stuff, like, I, I feel like Nintendo is this... They are really rolling the dice, and they're they're just like cleaning house right now. Is what I feel like. I think they're gambling a lot with a lot of, a lot of their decisions they're making, and it's just it has been paying off for them. And I think they're just gonna keep riding it. So yes, what they're doing is SNES Classic, and not talking about Virtual Console. Like yeah, this was this was what is hot right now. Mm -hmm. We introduce anything else right now, it could it can mess that up. Yeah. Like I know we know people aren't happy, but like we've shown time and time again, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Fans will put up with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. bitch and moan. Yeah. But then we'll get to a point like, oh, finally we get a thing. We're happy. Oh, yay. It's I been think, great. I think that's what's so infuriating, though. That's yes. really it, is they absolutely do not have to do any more than they're doing. They yeah. they have people that are very, a lot of people that are very clearly willing to put up with it, us included. I think that's what burns me so much is that this better communication, like, I, 
I was, and you were, and many people were. I saw it all over the internet, just wondering, like, hey, are pre-orders going up? Is it in stock there? I see it's listed there. It's just, it's just chaos right now. And I think if they would go out of their way to give us some sort of schedule, to be yes. clear, to give us numbers, to let us know when things are happening. Like, they don't have to. People are going to put up with it. But I just, I would have... Acknowledge be, us. Yeah, like, acknowledge like, us. And I just, <laughs> I'd be, that, you already have so much goodwill. Why not treat this people that, that are willing to put up with it better? Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're Nintendo. You can do this. Come yes, on. Like, and I actually have zero sympathy for what they're doing with the no communication thing. And any excuse they give is, to me, is 100% bullshit. Yep. Because there are other high demand, highly coveted things in the world. Ticket sales, event sales like that. That Phones. people will announce pre-orders for like the new uh, concert tickets will start on this date. You know, movie pre-order tickets for episode eight will start. Everyone yeah. always gives you at least a start date. They won't. Sometimes they can't give you the quantity. They don't know. Sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. But virtually every freaking medium out there that does sales of some kind of limited stuff will tell you when the damn thing begins, except for Nintendo. Yeah. And then they blame it on the like they say retailers. Oh, Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop. They, they it's up to them to announce. It's like, and then like they but other things they announce perfectly on time. It's it's clearly something is going on with you, Nintendo. Like you're causing this. Like I don't like that. I really think at the very least Nintendo should be like, hey, NES Classic press release. Guess what? On Friday, uh, October some or whatever July first or next Friday, whatever July seventh or eighth or whatever that is. We will be taking all the stores will start be taking pre-orders at like 3 p.m. Pacific time or something. You know, just say that instead of keeping people up at night. Like, oh, tonight's the night; it's gonna start every hour. Like, you're just like putting people through like unnecessary crap at that point, and like yeah. it's infuriating to the average person of like, when does it start? Like, you're like, did I miss it? Is it sold out? I see the pages it says unavailable. It's like there's just no communication. Not even even saying they haven't even begun yet. Like they even say pre-orders will begin at a later date. It's like. Just nothing whatsoever from them. They, they got to do something. They got to do better than that. I, I I want them to do better. Me too. It's infuriating because it's it's like some sort of magic spell that works every time. Yeah. Where like the further you, the more removed you are from Nintendo, the easier it is to be angry. But when you're in there, when you're mm-hmm. in the moment, when you're playing Super Mario Odyssey for the first time, yeah. it's all washed away. Yep, they and know. It's, it's they like know Disney. It. It's the same yeah. as Disney. Sure. Like, Disney merchandise, Disneyland, Disney tickets. It's like people will put up with it. Right. They have us. What they have is so powerful, yep. clearly. And it, like they you can't even hostage. you can't even argue it because time and time again, yeah. history just keeps proving that. Yep. It's like sports, you know. I think of do- oh, the Dodgers, yeah. and it's just like as long as people keep showing up to the stadium, you know, parking's gonna be twenty bucks. <laughs> it's like it's a good thing. And uh, talking about things that aren't nintendo doing the same thing this was our this will be our last question that okay. was submitted by multiple users as well mm-hmm. so the the, the the this is the third most requested question of us to, to, to talk about um obviously nintendo's doing this now what do you guys how do you feel about if sony were to do a playstation classic <laughs> mini or sega to do a genesis mini classic like, what, what do you want to see? What other company would you like to see do this? Dude. What do you want on it? And do you think it'll be as successful? I only want one thing. Just one. I want many. 
Dreamcast Mini. Dream- oh, that's the one to do. That's the one that's to the do. One. You nailed Dream- it. That's the you one. You nailed it. Yeah. Yes, that's the one to do. Just print money on <laughs> that thing. Because I was going to say, that the thing about the Genesis that's, that's weird to me is they did have the Sonic Ultimate Genesis collection yeah. that came out last generation, mm-hmm. and that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, it, it has a lot on there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like even the extra things that they include, like it's a it's a pretty comprehensive collection, um, and I mean I don't know I guess in some way I, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it, but that's what you're competing against already, mm-hmm. um, and so that'd be hard. But a Dreamcast collection you could do, knock it out of the park. Uh, a PlayStation collection I'd be way into. Um, For sure, a lot of those games are on like Vita and. You know, PS3. Mm-hmm. A lot of them haven't made it to PS4. Having that mini, um, and having one. yeah, having the mini, yeah, having the mini PlayStation. <laughs> and what I would love for them to do is, you know, the screen that you could put on the PS1. Like that's what you do with the PS1 Mini is you bring back yes. that model of PS1, that sleek, awesome looking I played, system. You flip that screen up. I played uh, oh. Resident Evil in the back of my Spanish class. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> As Brad, you knew your members. Uh, and, and, keyboard, and, and keyboarding class. Keyboarding. So you, you just had it in your backpack? And you just... Yeah, like I would put my back, like in uh, Spanish, I on the very it? back. The wall. I don't remember how quiet that thing was, though. Like, didn't they hear like the disc spinning or anything at all? Like, it, you, it worked out. Yeah, it worked Ooh. out. Like, my Spanish teacher was pretty chill, so there was a lot of time. And keyboarding as well. It was, it was classes where... Just get your work done type uh-huh. of thing. You have this hour to get your work done. And that like, is awesome. Somehow. Um, yeah. One cool thing about the PlayStation Mini Classic, if they did do it, all these, you said they're all on Vita, virtual, like, or the And PSN. PS4 does this super awesome thing, the conversions where they, like, up it and add trophies, trophies like yeah. PS2 to PS4. There's not a lot of those. Though. None of them Ooh, do PS1 the full trophies. opening. Because they, they, do, they do part of the PlayStation opening. They can't do right. the full one because part of it was the PS1 system open mm-hmm. and the software open. Right. So you can have the full thing again on that one. The real version. Uh, oh, yeah. I think yeah. what's the tough. Boot up. You think they'll do a... PC mini, like a little mini? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think what's tough about a, a PS1 curated list, though, and would oh. really make a lot of people upset is we there, there are games like RPGs that we're frustrated that aren't on... The Super Nintendo that goes deep, dude. PS1 on and PS2, no matter what, people are pissed because oh, yeah. like right. games are not on. Like there. if you if you just put Too Final many. Fantasy VII on that thing, that's that's enough. Where's yeah? Where's Vagrant Story? But then where's people are gonna be like, where's, where's people are gonna be like, where's Final Fantasy VIII and right. nine and you know, right? And so you, many games. I think more so than other systems at that point, you really have like entire series uh, that you start to see on the the PlayStation One and the PlayStation Two. You'd have so. to put uh, tactics on there. You have to put tactics on there, right? And if you're putting like, seven in tactics, you, you could put eight make and a nine. square PS1 mini. That's what you could do. <laughs> yeah, you could just 30, make 30 it yeah, square PlayStation games. Yeah, square kids do that right now. Yep. <laughs> Let's do that. That yeah, that would be a killer library to debate over for that one. Yeah. Um, something makes me think Sony would like make that expandable though. Like they like make like like let you share your titles. memory cards. Sure. You buy a PS One memory oh, card or no. something, and the memory card is the thing that has a bunch of games on it, and you just like swap them in and out. That'd be cool. I I, I think they because the, your purchases carry over between accounts and stuff. Mm-hmm. They would let you like knock my water ball over and let you. They'd let you carry your games over to that possibly. Like hey, uh, 
it comes with these 30 games already preloaded on there. But should you want more games, you know, you can just go buy them off there. I, I see Sony being more the store open, is open, like on it, open to that yeah. type of thing to doing that. Um, some other systems, I, I just because I always say like I never got to play these games and they're yeah. super expensive, uh, uh, and want to be amazing for engineers to finally have another crack at I know seeing how to Yep, Saturn Classic. Saturn. Yeah, like having those games at an affordable price finally yeah. in one place. And then letting, yeah, letting, like, console engineers who do work on emulation just tearing that thing open and looking how they did it. Like, oh, now we can make proper Saturn emulators, possibly. Would it come with the Gun yeah. Con and Virtua Cop? Because that's a deal breaker. For you? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the guns will have to be sold separately, but they will include Virtual Cop. Excellent. Excellent. Definitely will be on there. Um, they did a they had a very cool disc on Dreamcast that was like it was I think it was called Smash Pack and it was a mix of like Genesis, um, stuff. And they had Virtual Cop on there as well. It was cool. What? Where would you say the cutoff is? Because I think it would sell well, but I don't know if it's necessary. Like a, a PS2 Mini or Classic. I while I think that I said that would sell well with how many things are getting HD remasters and ports from that era on. Mm -hmm, yeah. I don't know if that, like, is, is, is necessary. Is the PS2 ben, necessary? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ben, you were talking about, like, that. there's that the Super Nintendo era, and, like, the, like that that was, like, more of a time period you so say you can get into that type right. of thing versus N64. Like, how soon is too, how recent is too recent for them to do something like this? Well, yeah, again, talking about that perception of value, right? People are getting excited about paying, what, $20, $25 for a, a PS2 game on PS4, where I think we would scoff. Oh, 15, 15. Uh, the PS2 games? No, I think, I think like, like Star Ocean until the end of time was like 25. Isn't that the Square Enix tax, though? It might be yeah. a Square Enix tax. <laughs> <Square Enix, laughs> yeah. It's like GTA is like 15. I'm just saying, I like... For virtual Certain console games. with Super Nintendo games, I think ten is like the upper limit that we're willing to pay. Yeah. Um, and so, if I was Sony, why not just slowly drip out these games at a higher price point rather than bundling them all together? Hey Ben. Yeah. The PS One Classic. Just thought of something. Wasn't there an important Persona game that came out that never came out over here? Yeah. Well, no. It. Or it did come out over here so you're thinking of Innocent Sin so yeah. Persona 2 is two parts it's yeah. Innocent Sin and then Eternal Punishment but the thing is is Innocent Sin we only got the re-release that came out on PSP mm. um, which yeah it'd be nice because Eternal Punishment we got it on PS1 we got like the second part of that mm. they did come out with that on PSN as well so you can download nice. it and play it on I think of some Tales stuff. games yeah put on a PS1 classic um, Siphon Filter Throw yeah. it on there. I, I think you're right, though, Ben. Like uh, your thing about the perception of value. If like if Sony were to put enough games on that PS2 Mini, yeah. If you did the math, like okay, for like 70, 80 bucks, I'm getting 30. These great. I'm getting Grand Theft Auto 3 and San, Vice City, Vice City, San Andreas. Path. I'm getting uh, yeah. Man, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Yeah. I'm getting uh, Final Fantasy 10 and 12. 12. You know, uh, trying to think of like wow. You're getting God of War. God, Oh, Man two. two. I really yeah. think you can Devil May Cry, Ratchet you, and Clank. When you yes. sit down and think of yes. it, yes. like yeah, the the PS2 classic Oni Musha. Like you, could, there's no way you could limit that to 21 games. No. It couldn't be done. Hundred no. games. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred games have been like, way too many. You getting Gran Turismo three? Oh, if you don't have GTA three, Vice City, and San Andreas, uh, that thing is fraudulent. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna have. 
Uh, you know what? I take it back. I think PS2 Mini. Uh, once we get for, like, once we get 2020 and once we get to beyond, like PS5, you yeah. Know. Once PS5 lands, then it's like the, mm-hmm. the it's the opportune moment. There is yeah. something I'd be so on board with it though. There is something insanely appealing about having an OG model PS2 in like a squat form, like a little cute small <laughs> form. Yeah. Oh, that would look so good oh. in that tower. It's good stuff. Um, any any other ones? Uh, I can't I can't think of anything else. I would not want a Think of all the offshoot systems like CDI 330. <laughs> None of those. Uh, I, I Port, think I... Turbo Graphics, I think I'd be in for. Uh, also, Neo Geo, which they've already they kind of done. did something like yeah. that. Yeah. Turbo Neo Graphics Geo, would be a good PC graphic system. Even um, Sega CD, I like only want one or two games. That's what I was thinking you know, with Sega yeah. CD. With, with, like, you could probably like Snatcher, do. I want. You yeah. could probably oh, do a. Um, you know? but, the, but again, like an entire Sega CD, I can't think, even think of like 10 games. The what if. Classic. What if you did like a Sega classic? So you, you do Master System, Genesis, 32X, Sega CD, Saturn, and Dreamcast. What would the form factor like, of the system look like? Would it be all? It would, yeah, it would be. It would be, it'd be like, here's the abomination that you always joke about. That's a joke. Here it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, That's exactly. What okay, it is. that might be. <laughs> I would like that. Just, it's, Everything all together, but like yeah. behind this giant whatever it is is Robotnik, just like this. Yes, just a statue. This is my, of they create lore around yeah. it. Oh my god! This is yes. my latest creation. Um, before we wrap it up, uh, any like handheld stuff. Would yeah, any of, any of I think that. a game original game boy. game boy or Game Boy Color oh, would be your hand taking with you like a mini Game Boy again. So yeah, there's, cool. there's the no way that's not an immediate success. Yeah. Is you if you come out with something that looks like an original Game Boy and yeah. say like done, it's like not thirty games on it. Yeah. Original Game Boy, iconic. People have like the original Game Boy like phone cases. Like that design is still out there. I mean. <sighs> The Genesis was my first system, but I think some part of me has the most love for the Game Boy. Like, I took that thing with me everywhere. Everywhere. There, oh, man. Some goodies they, on there. Some goodies. Like, it was at a time... They, there were a lot of games that came out on the Game Boy where you had comparative versions on consoles, but it was blissful ignorance because I didn't have access to the mm-hmm, console games, exactly. so I just I just appreciated what came my way, yeah. and it was all video games. It was yep. all gravy, man. It was all gravy. I wish I... I wish, because now, right, now you can't, now the, 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 the burden of knowledge, The right? burden You of want knowledge. the one that has the best frame rate. Too much information rest, Too much information. There. Too many trailers. Right. <laughs> Waxing nostalgic pretty hard this episode. Wow. That's what it's all about. That's what they're playing on. Yeah, that's definitely the point. Um, I want to thank everyone for sending in their questions. Yeah. I mean, that... That was the three most common themes we got. So sorry for no individual shout outs, but like of the like sixty questions sent to us, like forty five of them were regarding those three specific things. So and they needed to be covered. So thank you again for all of those. Thank you for keeping on topic this time. Um, and and to the person who didn't get the the, the Final Fantasy three or six thing, don't worry. Like we've all done it at one point. It's totally cool. Like it's all Square Enix's fault, not your fault on the numbering system. Um, I want to thank you both for being on Friend Code for your first time. Yeah. It was an absolute blast. How to blast. Huber's Jazz. optimism and conspiracy theories. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Jazz. For sure. Funny stuff. Good stuff. Um, and if you don't know who we are, we are Easy Allies. You can find us over at patreon.com slash easy allies. 
Um, it's through your generous support that we were able to make this show and other shows that you can find on youtube.com slash easyallies. If you just want to go to our website, easyallies.com, you can find all that information, including our streaming schedule as well. Um, and then again, uh, for Last Call, which is the segment we do user questions uh, for the show, uh, it's for $5 and above, uh, $5 and above patrons, sorry. And uh, we will be figuring out what the next episode's subject is about, and I will make that post when we determine that. So look out for that, for submitting your questions for that. And that's pretty much it. Any any final thoughts or anything? Good luck out there have on pre- uh, the Super Nintendo pre- pre-orders. pre-orders. Have they started in the time we've recorded? Right. <laughs> Did we miss them? How um, many of the allies will get one, I wonder? Yeah, we should make that. I'm going to buy as many as I can. As many as we can. We're looking out for each other this time. Yeah. We're going to try and get nine. But yeah. anyway... Uh, Thank you for watching, and see you all next time on Friend Code.